tonight on Thursday Night Football After Buzz TV for the 193rd time, the longest rivalry in the NFL, Bears and Packers square off. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> bear, bear down, duck and cover, <laughs> wear as much padding as you can because you're all getting hurt right now. <laughs> but we have to break it down Aww. because we are, I know, it's sad, <laughs> it's but it's true. <laughs> but we're going to break it down live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzzTV YouTube page, <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, and you're liking, subscribing, telling your friends about the wonderful world of AfterBuzz. Welcome, everybody. I am Josh Tariff. Big crew here today. First off, the lady to my left, sporting the Dodger blue, still in support. Go I'm Dodger sad, blue. but I'm not giving up hope. It's JJ Jurgens. <laughs> Hi, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at JJ Jurgens. Over on the other side, she forgot to wear her blue. <laughs> they didn't give me the memo. Clearly, I missed out. But you know? still the most fashionable here. It's Jill Monroe. <laughs> I am sad about the Dodgers, too. Happy about the Sparks. Go mm-hmm. Sparks. And you can follow me at Stiletto Jill. And Mike is off this week. It's his bye week, but filling in. You can see him on the Monday Night Football After Buzz, and he got the blue memo, and he got the J memo. Hey, what's up, guys? I didn't wear this for the Dodgers. I just wore it for random reasons, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. That's what New Yorkers do. (laughs) We'll just point that out. And, and of course, we we got our buddy Jimbo in the booth, at Jimbo in the booth. (laughs) <laughs> that's his Twitter it makes sense doesn't it it, it does. does is it, it does. really no yeah his yes, Twitter is no. at Jimbo in the booth shut up you have to go follow him <laughs> that, that, that's the only reason you're following him apparently okay no, I, because I didn't know and now I'm uh, informed okay. and it's you know kind of genius what we do here <laughs> so so like I said this was the 193rd time these two teams Jeez. have met ironically the Chicago Bears Lead the series. They are not, it's ninety four wins for the Bears, ninety three for the Packers, and six ties. Jeez. But you would think over these last few years, it doesn't feel that way. No, not at all. <laughs> what happened? Are we like? Is it? It's Throwback Thursday. That's why we're yeah, yeah. focusing on the Bears part, right? Exactly. Well, we're <laughs> focusing on the fact that in their history, the Bears have beaten the Packers more times. But these last several years, it hasn't felt that way, and tonight was more the same. I mean, Green, Green Bay with a 26-10 win, but it felt much bigger oh, yeah. than that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Bears are just a bad team. I mean, it, what happens is when <laughs> you're a bad team and your backup quarterback goes out, it's, it's just going to be... A long, long game. Yeah, we're going to get to their quarterback <laughs> issue in a little bit. Jeez. But it, it was, I found this game really interesting because it only felt like it was really like one half of football because the first half there really wasn't much of anything. Nothing happened. Yeah. It was 6-3 uh-uh. at halftime. Yeah. And then really the Packers as a whole really woke up. And, and the Rogers Bears woke up. <laughs> and, and the mm-hmm. Bears turned back into the Bears. Right. I... Didn't we expect this kind of game, though, at least in the second half from Aaron Rodgers after his subpar showings these past couple weeks? You expected him to turn it up, right? I'm surprised it took as long as it did, though. 
I'm surprised that, I mean, he really didn't get it going until the third quarter. They kind of talked about that at halftime, though, and they, even the announcers kind of defended him a lot on that and said if you really looked at it, that it wasn't, his guys weren't doing anything for him. Like, they weren't getting open, there was no receivers anywhere. So there was actually a good, conver- and a good conversation on Twitter, people debating that Rodgers is taking too much of the heat for this, that a lot of it should be blamed on other people on the team. So a good conversation yeah, to R- have. R- Randall Cobb had a clear touchdown pass in the end zone that he got hit away at the last second, so that was one. He also caught one. He stepped out of bounds. So that mm-hmm. game could have easily been like 14-6, yeah. maybe even like 17-6 at the half. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's not all Aaron Rodgers' fault, right. but when you're the quarterback of the team, yeah. it always goes there. I mean, you're, you're, you're running back is out. Jordy Nelson has not done what we've expected him to do now come back from injury. Randall Cobb is dropping passes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the, they have a lot of injuries on their secondary. So all these things add up, but everyone's just like, nope, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with Aaron Rodgers. But if they finally seem to really get in sync, and you, I mean, again, talk about in sync, how about the fact that he had three receivers with at least 10 catches each? That's mm-hmm. insane, but a lot of that came from uh, like Cobb lining up in the backfield and Montgomery lining up in the backfield and short passes. Devonte though is what really surprised me. I mean, we'll probably get into that a yeah. little later. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect a great that game. big of a game mm-hmm. from Devonte Adams, but with Eddie Lacy out, they seem to—they really don't have a running back they can rely on right now. So their running game is kind of like the short pass game. So that's where Cobb's re- receptions are coming from. That's where Montgomery's receptions are coming from. So mm-hmm. the ten receptions for three receivers aren't isn't really a big deal to me. But the Devonte Adams game is. A, it's a huge deal to me. Well, well, let, yeah. well let's yeah. talk about Devontae Adams a little bit, because here's a guy who four days ago was knocked out on the field yep. and was gone for concussion protocol, because of which he was on my bench in fantasy this week, <laughs> because I didn't expect him to play on four days rest. Yep. And then he has cons- arguably one of the <laughs> best... <laughs> I might have yelled a little too loud. <laughs> I'm not angry at all. But he had one of the best games in the history of Lambeau Field. Go Record figure. setting, yeah. Go figure. Uh, 13 catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Unbelievable. That's That uh, That makes a season right there. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible game. You do the fantasy math for that. That's about... <laughs> no, I'm serious. Are we, t- are we talking PPR? Are we, are... Oh, no, it's PPR. Okay. So you got... <laughs> You got about uh, 38 to 39 points, Ooh. fantasy points from him. Tonight. On fire. That's ridiculous. And and again, this is a guy that a lot of people, I'm, I'm not the only one, didn't even expect him to play yeah. tonight. Yeah. I wonder how mm-hmm. many people had him on their bench. I wonder how many people are just like you kicking themselves. Well, there was a how lot many of had him on had him on his roster. I, I wouldn't know anybody who has Devontae Adams on their roster. No, he's going to get picked up a lot this mm-hmm. week. Right. But... But yeah, here's the thing. So it kind of goes to the all the crazy concussion protocol stuff that the NFL has because we see some guys that claim they're fine yeah. and they're out two weeks. Him, we didn't really hear anything from. He's back in four days. Hmm. As long as he passed the protocol, right. I guess maybe you know, hard head. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Well, are, are there levels to the concussions? Too. Do you do you guys know about that? I don't know. No. I don't I, know. I think I mean, the they, protocol they have is standard. They have to pass. Yeah. 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 I think the protocol is standard. I don't know if there might be levels in concussion, but it's probably hard to merit out. If It's just you have to pass. I think there are three tests, um, a battery of tests yeah. that they have to go through, and it's yes or no, pretty simple. Well, yeah, he Wonder why pretty- Cam couldn't pass it. But <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> Let's continue uh-huh. on. <laughs> Soft. Oh, sensitive. Okay. Anyway. Well, well, then we, you were, we were talking about with the Packers running game uh, because Eddie Lacy's out. Yeah. They just made a trade for Kanael Davis yeah. from the Chiefs backup running back. That was Monday, right? Yeah, he's literally only been on the roster for like two days. Yeah. And he, he got a couple carries at the end of the game because, well, let's start getting used to stuff. But yeah, Ty Montgomery, here's a guy who's not really a running back. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, he still had nine carries for 60 rushing yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very nice average. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was helped out by a 30 yard run. But, uh, right. You know, the Packers' run game, I don't even, even, even with that, I don't think it's really existing right now. They didn't use Lacey properly. I mean, I think that's a reason why they struggled a little bit uh, this season. But yeah, Ty, Ty stepped up today, and uh, like I said, he had ten receptions out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to use that a lot. I think you know instead of running the ball, they're just going to have their running backs run some outs, and if they need short gains or if they want to run the ball, they might do that instead. Well, and I think this is going to be a really big wake up call for for Aaron Rodgers in a way too. I mean he he threw the ball fifty six times today. Wow, and mm-hmm. he's going to be throwing that similar amount for the rest of the season because his regular running backs who know the game. They're both gone. Starks yeah. is gone and Lacey's gone. You got Montgomery, who's definitely showing promise, but like you're saying, he's kind of more of the screen back. Yeah. Canals also, Davis. Oh, I'm sorry. Also broke record today as well. Montgomery did. No, uh, Brett. Favre, uh, he broke oh. Brett Favre's record for most. Um, uh, most 300 yard uh, games. Uh, 39, 39 reception. 39 yeah. completions. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. History at Lambeau today. Yeah, lots yeah. of history. <laughs> I didn't know that one. But um, but yeah, so I mean, this is the type of thing where now Rogers gonna have to throw a lot more because he's yeah. not. Canal Davis is not a bad running back by any means, but he's not gonna be a guy who's getting twenty five carries a game. Right. In Montgomery, he played almost a whole game and he got nine carries. Yeah. So they're gonna be doing a lot more throwing this season. But the benefit is he has so many targets. Now they just gotta stop dropping passes. Right. <laughs> Well, um, their schedule is up and down the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. They, you know, go against Atlanta and Atlanta. It's a good game. Georgia Dome, so that would be a good mm-hmm. game. Then they face Indiana at home, so, you know, we could probably mark that up as a win for them. Yep. Um, <laughs> then they face off at Tennessee. Um, then against the Redskins, which the Redskins are kind of coming on. Yeah. We'll see how they are. Well, that'd be, and, that's going to be an interesting game to watch. Yeah. yeah. And then Philly, so with Carson Wentz. So, I mean, there's a good chance for them to continue this pace, sort of keep the wins in there. They do have at least two games that'll be kind of challenging. And, and we we kind of touched on it at the end of our show last week with Sean Merriman, by the way. If you have not seen it, make sure you download mm-hmm. it or watch it on YouTube. But we were talking about this was really a must win for the Packers. Because the Vikings, nobody thought they'd be undefeated, minus no Bridgewater and no AP. And they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And still marching on. And still marching on. So the Packers cannot give up any more wiggle room. um, The Bears are obviously in the cellar of that division. Lions Lions have been on and off. They're inconsistent. They're too inconsistent. Right. So... It's really up to Green Bay is really the only threat for Minnesota. So really the question, do you think at this point in the season, we're almost halfway through the season already. Week eight. Yeah. Well, we're at week seven right now. Right. Yeah. So yeah. almost at week eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rushing ahead because... Um, but well, do, do we think that Green Bay 
could come back and overtake this division, or is this Minnesota's division this year? I think it's Minnesota's division. I don't like the way Green Bay's playing. Even though they won today by 16, they didn't look good in the first half at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's just something's not clicking with that offense. I know Aaron turned it on at the end, but there's just something not right. Jordy didn't do anything today, and you need Jordy to get going if you're going to be teams like the Vikings and teams like the Redskins and teams like the Eagles. I mean, let's not forget that they played the Bears today, so they didn't really beat anybody that great. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I, I think they could sneak in as a wild card, but for the division, I don't I don't think they can catch the Vikings. It is interesting if Aaron Rodgers broke the record with 39 completions, and yeah. only one of those was to Jordy Nelson. It's unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. Do you think it's time for um, a head coaching change in Green Bay? You know, we've kind of talked about this a lot. That's <laughs> why am I throwing it out there? Because do, I think that, especially in the NFL, the way that it's set up when now and your teams are rotating out so much as far as players filling in your lines, I think that the um, the coaching voice becomes a dead factor for teams quicker than it used to. I think that teams aren't allowed the time to sort of gel together and grow. You know, that season or two where you have to kind of come together. Yeah. I don't think that they're allowed that um, that type of time anymore. And how long has he been the head coach? Well, Michael Crabbe's been the coach there a long time. Like, yeah. a very long time. So do I? Do you think that, too, that it's time to get some freshness in his coaching staff overall? Not yet. Um, okay. And the reason being is he does have a lot of injuries. So that... He'll get a pass with with, with a coach... With the record and the playoff appearances and the Super Bowl ring this guy has, he's allowed a season or two where they drop a little bit due to injuries and things like that. I mean, we saw it with the Giants with Tom Coughlin. Right. We're seeing, we're kind of seeing it here with Mike McCarthy. We've seen it with other coaches. We even saw it with Rex Ryan when he was with the Jets. They had the playoff success for a while, then he had a couple few years that they were bad, but they still kind of hung with him for longer than they should have. So I, I don't see Mike McCarthy's job in danger. Now on the other side, John Fox in Chicago. Oh, well. John Fox, I mean, I, I feel bad because he leaves Carolina, he leaves Denver, they both meet in the Super Bowl, and you have to watch both of your teams that <laughs> fired you compete in the Super Bowl. You think Bears fans want him to second leave? Year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Second year? I, I think it's a trend. Um, yeah. But like we said, I mean, if we're going to give... Mike McCarthy a pass for injury. We kind of have to give John Fox a little bit of a pass. Cutler's out. Hoyer just broke his arm. He's on his third string quarterback. Um, but they really hmm. didn't do much last year. No, they didn't. They didn't. So, so I mean, yes, this year they're. Yeah. I mean, they got tons of injuries this year. Yes. Yeah. But they're not really much different of a team than no. they were last year. I think they need to clean house completely. I think they need to get rid of Cutler. I think they need to get rid of John Fox, and they just need a new identity. Me personally. Well, well, let, well, let's let's talk about the Bears' quarterback situation because, like you said, Brian Hoyer, who hasn't played bad no. since he's coming to fill in for for Jay Cutler's boo boo on his thumb that's kept <laughs> him out for a month. But Hoyer breaks his arm; Facts. it looked nasty. And then in comes Matt Barkley, who two has years. he ever okay. two years um, was the last time he's been in an NFL game. I was going to say, has he ever started an no. NFL game? I don't no. think he has. No. Yeah, he, he was the third stringer in Philly. I remember that. And here he comes in on a Thursday night game against your rival. Six for 15, 81 yards, two interceptions. <laughs> that, that's not good. No. Now, again, wasn't exactly expecting a play, so you're not expecting miraculous numbers out of the guy. But going forward for at least a moment, he's your starter. And then that 
that leaves the fact that the Bears need to get another quarterback. Yeah, right. So now the question is, do they sign somebody that couldn't make cuts on the team or someone that wants to get out of retirement? Johnny Manziel. Joking. Joking. Well, you want you want me to throw a complete crazy curveball at you right now? Go ahead. Let's hear it. Make a trade for Tony Romo. I knew you were going to say that, too. Mike 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 has been campaigning for Tony Romo to be traded to the Rams. He thinks that Mm -hmm. Romo on the Rams instantly makes them a contender. I like that plan. And gives them an identity. I'm on board with that. It makes makes them better. certainly makes them better Mm -hmm. than they are now. So you think he can come to the Bears? Well, in this situation, because, Josh, like you said, Cutler's gone. Yeah. He ain't coming back next year. And obviously, the Cowboys have their future in Dak Prescott. And it's, right. it was made evident by them beating the Packers this right. past Sunday. Convincingly. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> so, with that, Tony Romo is supposed to be coming back in like two weeks or so. He's supposed to be healthy. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly healthy. And the Bears, they almost have two bye weeks right now because they played tonight. Their next game is not till Halloween. They have the following Monday night game. Oh, wow. October so they get, 30th. They yeah. get 11 days off, and then it's their bye week. So they get 11 days off, and then another 13 days off. So that's plenty of time oh. Oh, yeah. to make a trade <laughs> and to get to that quarterback to learn the system. For next year? For, well, to start getting things ready, and then for next year. So, I mean, you could make a trade. I'm... You don't have to do Romo, but I think that could be a name to throw out there. If they're really desperate for someone for the next few years, they could give up like a second round pick for Romo. That. Do you see Jerry Jones, though? I feel that he would view that as a sign of disrespect. I mean, he's already, you know, having issues leaving Dak in as the QB, even though he's winning. You know, there's been that whole conversation. I think now he's sort of backed into a corner where he has no choice, but do you think that he would want to trade him? Wouldn't that feel disrespectful? Yeah, I, I don't see it happening, but I, I do see the logic in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It also would make sense from the Bears' standpoint, because Alshon Jeffrey is a free agent next year, and you don't want him going anywhere. No. He is not happy in Chicago, and he's been very vocal about not being happy. Yeah. So you get Romo in, you show Alshon, listen, we have somebody here for you. The ball's going to come your way. That's going to help, but I, I don't know. I don't see Romo. You're right. Jerry loves him too much. And Jordan Howard, their rookie running back, is solid. Yeah, um, and, you know he could. He has definitely has room to grow. Yeah, Zach Mills is a solid tight end. Yeah, they have some weapons. They got they got yeah. a few weapons in there. They just got to keep them happy. Right. And I mean, there are a couple other good you know backups around around the NFL. I mean, well, hey, everything going on in San Francisco. If they really have an issue with Ooh, e- with either yeah. Kaepernick or or um, what's the other guy, Gabbert, Gabbert. Thank you. Yeah, either one of them. For now, for the rest of the season. Well, they need to pick up somebody team. because yeah. Matt yeah. Barkley's not going to do it. Right. At well, all. At well, they all. need a backup, period. <laughs> at all, really. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. they that's currently it. have no backup quarterback right. now. So that's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. Yeah. <laughs> Just a minor detail. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what what they're going to do. A um, you know, cu- couple other notes from this game. Mason Crosby. Kind of yeah, he missed a couple of field goals. Right? He missed an extra point mm-hmm. and a field, and yeah. he had a field goal blocked. And he, um, I mean, are we are we worried about him? Well, he struggled. I don't know if it was last year, or the year before that, but he's had his struggles before. So yeah. yes, I am worried about him. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is he part <laughs> of the clean house. Oh, part of Green Bay clean house. I mean, oh no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Know, would you would you trust a field goal kicker who's had his struggles in the past? And 
<laughs> no, I mean, I want it to be, consi- be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would probably uh, look for new options, too. <laughs> and how about, how about Randall Cobb getting, like, a few rushing carries? Like, once in a while, they'll do, like, that, that wide receiver reverse play. Yeah. But he had five carries for 21 yards, along with his awesome game of 11 catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said before, they're searching for someone to run the ball um, with Eddie Lacy out. Their run game is weird now. They, they have picked up uh, what, Nile Davis, and then they signed Dom Jackson from the practice squad. I just think they're searching for answers. It's almost like a tryout at this point. Who's going to step up and be the running back? That's what, I, that's what I'm going to Well, I mean, that's that's about all the, all the stats that, that I have from this game. You got some, some news and gossip for this week? I do have news and gossip. All right. I'm done. We got the little jingle Woo! and everything. Well, just kind of a hot topic that we can all discuss is that, um, you know, kicker Josh Brown won't be traveling with the Giants on uh, against the Rams for London. What um, is that? This is, he is actually from my my school, Nebraska, so I'm not very happy <laughs> oh. about this one. And I actually went to school there during the whole Lawrence Phillips issues, and that girl was my teammate. Oh, wow. So, wow. yeah, it's so, yeah, this is, I mean... Just wanted to open it up. What you guys thought about how they should be handling this? And so, so yeah, for, the, for those of you not not aware, jo- Josh Brown mm-hmm. um, dealing with domestic issues through mm-hmm. the NFL through the legal system. He only got a one game suspension, correct? Right. Correct. And now they and they didn't release a lot his journals and a lot of the evidence. You know that they had letters and things that he'd written. Um, you know, in a, in one he said, "I viewed myself as God, basically, and she was my slave." Oh my God. Um, yeah. He yeah. said, I've physically, mentally, emotionally, and verbally been repul- a repulsive man. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of his journal entries, entries, he circled the words, I've abused my wife. I've been a liar for most of my life. I made selfish decisions to use and abuse women starting at the age of seven. To fill this void, I objectified women and never really worried about the pain and hurt I caused them. He also admitted to abusing his wife in front of his stepsons. And he was not charged. So the question, I guess, that J.J. was asking is, the owner of the Giants did know uh, that there were some issues at home, as he termed it. But I, um, he didn't know the extent of the violence that Josh was, mm-hmm. you know, right. I, what's the right word? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wailing on under. So um, retroactively, though, sort of like with Ray Rice, you know, they issued the one-game suspension. Is it fair to keep, even though, obviously, what happened is heinous in his own words, is it fair to keep retroactively going back on the personal conduct code and reissuing game suspensions? No ma- um, Because, obviously, what he did was horrible. But is it fair to the players and right. their collective bargaining And also, agreement? I, I read this briefly before tonight, so correct me if I'm wrong, but what he wrote down was also when he was going through the therapy. Yeah. And so... I, I have a little issue with that. I mean, just for going through therapy myself, I feel like, to me, that's kind of private stuff, and that's when you are dealing with your demons and stuff that you're facing and issues. So I don't know how I feel about that being out there now for everybody, you know, for us to read and quote and, like, say, when he's putting that stuff down because he's going to his darkest places trying 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 to to be better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another kind of issue around this. Yeah, I mean, my stance on that is, Ray Rice, they had, you know, they found, like, had the video, video on the surface, and that's when they changed it from a two-game suspension to you're just gone. There's no 
video evidence of this, but based on this evidence, it's shown like Ray Rice, all we really kind of know was that one time. What we saw, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is showing proof that this has been going on a long time. Now, he may or may not be getting the help for it. It may or not be helping. But with all this and with it causing such a distraction, I think he's got to get the same punishment as Ray Rice, and he's got to be gone at least the rest of the season. Under the chairman's, um, what was it, the chairman's exemption? Same. Whatever they call it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the baseline for first-time offenders is supposed to be six-game suspension. I think PR dictates that he's going to have to be gone, but also the questions that come up within the Giants' locker room is just sort of the dichotomy. Um, Victor Cruz and several other players have spoken out in defense of Josh as a good guy who has some issues. But just last weekend with um, Odell Beckham Jr. and the net, you know, everyone was kind of on the opposite side of the fence. So do you think that that is going to have an impact in the locker room and those type of things? I think it's one of those things where... They're going to say these type of things, especially you now if they feel he's a good guy, then they should certainly stand up for him. He's their Absolutely. teammate. However, over these last few years, I just heard the stat this morning on Dan Patrick's show, but I, I, if I knew we were going to talk about it, I would have remembered the whole thing. <laughs> for, um, over the last few years, Adam Vinatieri has been the most accurate kicker in the NFL. Second is Josh Brown. Wow. So they lose a lot of points yeah. mm-hmm. from this. So, the Giants, I'm not I'm not questioning that they're just saying this because the guy gets a lot of points, but I'm sure it helps. And so they're going to say whatever they can to make it sound like he's a good guy because they want to keep on the team, and if they feel that he is a good teammate, then, then so be it. But with all this going on, I mean, you, be, between the Odell Beckham shenanigans... And then this serious stuff, you need to kind of pull push this to the side for now. Have the legal system deal with it. Don't have him involved in the locker room, and go out and try to win your division. But the legal, legal system has dealt with it. Yeah, and they're and that's part of the issue too. Is they're mm. not going to deal with it anymore, and that's why they released this, I believe. And and they didn't. The the ex wife didn't testify or push the case anymore was part of the reasons why they they dropped it. I think that that's kind of what, you know, I want to make sure I put this carefully, makes things complicated for owners and those situations is that we understand that women sometimes in these situations may not be ready for whatever reason to leave them. And so it sort of makes it hard to punish or to get involved because... It becomes a personal thing. It is what is happening in someone's home between two people, and it's sort of hard to step in as an outside entity. Would you want your job dictating what goes on in your home? You know, even though it's not right, I'm not advocating it, but it just makes for a very complicated situation. But if it causes a major distraction and and causes a, um, a lack of focus and a lack of execution amongst your peers and your teammates, then yes. Absolutely, but has it? If it's been going on for years, has it? That's that's, that's the question, question that we. Yeah. Josh, what do you think? About all? I, I think they have to be consistent. I mean, <clears throat> the only reason why Ray Rice was suspended for as long as he was suspended for is because they had a video of it. You know, Greg Hardy was a, uh, convicted of this. You know, this isn't the first time an NFL player has you know been brought up on charges for domestic violence, and I don't think it's fair that you're going to suspend one person for the whole season and not another person. And I get the fact that it's been through the court system already, and I get the fact that you know a lot of this stuff was written down in a journal and it's private, and a lot of these things shouldn't be shown. 
but I think that now that it's out, unfortunately for Josh, you, you have to you have to suspend him for the rest of the year. You have to. Or, or you're just sending mixed messages about domestic violence. Yeah. You can't send mixed messages. You have to. It's either, you know, no tolerance or or, or a complete opposite. You, yeah. That's that's how I feel, at least. So, well, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what continues with that. And any other news and gossip? Uh, or that oh, the- no, that's all I got. Oh, Go ahead. Um, I wanted to briefly talk about what is going on. You know, so I always mess up his name. So we're going to start first <laughs> <laughs> with. Um, so the Pittsburgh Steelers have asked the NFL to review a play from last game where <laughs> Sa kicked Ben Roethlisberger. Sue. Sue. Yes, yeah. Sue. I always see. He kicked Ben Roethlisberger? He did. Um, and obviously, Another Nebraskan. They're just yeah. brutal tonight. <laughs> What's happening to the school? I don't know. We're obviously, nice you know, Sue has a, a reputation, although yeah. he's been pretty tame, you know, with the Dolphins. We yeah, haven't really yeah. heard of anything going on with him. Because you're not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, do you have to... But just... Um, in the same week that um, Bengals linebacker Vontez Burfick was fined $75,000. Do you know that he's been fined almost a million dollars in his career for illegal hits? So, you know, here's the question. We've heard both sides. If you've looked at any do you think that he is a dirty player? Do you think if you saw Suze, the play from Sunday, do you think that he deserves to be fined and put out again? Are we fighting a losing battle with the devastating hits and this type of issue Uh, still coming up? Honestly, I I have not seen this hit that's in question, so I can't really judge that one. But Ndamukong Sue does have that reputation. He's been fined several times. Again, not too much in Miami since he's been over there. He's he's gotten a little better behavior, but he still has that reputation. And I mean, it's really to the point where a lot of these guys, like like Burfecht, the fines don't matter to them because they really? make millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. So he will give up a million dollars that go to charities that once he pays the fines so he can keep doing what he's doing. The only way to punish him is to suspend them. And he's not suspended. Yeah. He's right. not being suspended for this hit, $75,000, though. That would hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would, it would hurt us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like two years' salary yeah. for a regular person. <laughs> that's, 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 like that's, that's like half a quarter for a perfect. But do you think that he's a dirty player? Do you yeah. think oh, that yeah, he's deserved oh, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that it's worth the Bengals keeping him on? Do you think that he makes it beyond this season with them or another he, team picks him up? He's a good player. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's how much it's, are you willing to put up with? Exactly. Uh, I'd like to see them not because I saw that one. I didn't. I didn't see Sue's, and I hate seeing that. Like, it's it just. I mean, I know it's part of the game, part of football, and everything, but I just don't like seeing players try doing that to people. You know, it's just. I, I just want to see him compete and, and yeah. compete. I, I mean, I understand injuries happen and it's part of the game and everything, but I, I, I want him to more to have them, like, not on purpose, not people trying to really end people's careers. Take and, yeah, take them out. And that kind of goes with the new rule that they set this year that a lot of people hate, that um, the rule of, you know, like you, like direct helmet intentional hit is a 15-yard penalty. And then if you do it a second time, then you're rejected. Yeah. So it kind of was, oh, well, I got one one free one free one. <laughs> I got one good time to no, get it no, in. I'm, I'm, yeah. being, I'm being serious, though. Like, yeah. all right, I got one for shot. Can I get one real good shot in? So, I mean, that's the type of thing where they're also having that mindset. Now they might get fined from them from that one shot, but they're just like, hey, if it took out the quarterback, 
Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is out. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying that, that was is, the hit that did it, no. but it could yeah. have led to that. You never know. And so with those type of things, you got to change that rule because if if you if you view that someone is maliciously, intentionally trying to hurt someone, that to immediately be thrown out of the game. They can't just have a 15 yard penalty. Yeah. And you know, and then you got to work more on suspensions. And then the team does have to take a hard look. I mean, Bengals also have Pac-Man Jones, terrible reputation as well. And that and that led to that pretty horrific, good player at times. <laughs> well, so was perfect. Right? They're both very good. They're both Pro Bowlers. I yep. mean, they're good players. He was an excellent professional wrestler too. He was also <laughs> that he was. Speak on it. I don't know if "excellence" the right word to describe him. Entertaining. All right, I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. But, bad, who bad, Mr. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Mr. Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Give yourself a sound effect. <laughs> JJ said you... Yeah! <laughs> I love how you gave him permission <laughs> to take a sound effect. But yeah, so, I mean, it's it's something that the Bengals really will have to take a good hard look at in the offseason. And it's also a matter of how they do this year. If they don't advance in the playoffs like they have in years past. I don't think they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, now it's all up in the air with Roethlisberger's true. injury. That's true. So, since he could get up there, they definitely got to work on their rush defense now because yeah. that's been falling apart. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a that's a tough one. And it kind of goes along the lines with the Josh Brown stuff. Yeah. Because they help provide a lot of help on their defense. Yeah. Well, guys, <laughs> so, we shall see. Yeah. So um, let's let's go into some um, some fantasy uh, picks or predictions heading into next week or this weekend's games. So we love the lights. So by the way, for those of you that um, that do DraftKings or fantasy football, we're going to start something uh, beginning this Sunday with myself, JJ, Jill, and Mike, who's yeah. not here tonight. Um, we're going to be competing all against each other in DraftKings to try to see who reigns supreme. Mike and I have done fantasy. These two have not, which means one of them is probably going to win. We have no idea what we're doing, but which we're going to try. Which means they're going to double gonna go my this, score. This Sunday? I'm we're going to start it this Sunday. Can you do it? I, okay. I'm going to start. Why you send it? You send I'll, it if you send it before I'll, I'll, the I'll, midnight. I'll, I'll send it to you guys tonight. You have three okay. days to set it up. Okay. That's good. No, I'm out of town for the weekend. That's why I was just asking when it was coming out. Because I got I got a prep. You know, Jay's getting it. social. You so. can do it over your phone. Jill, I'll set your lineup. Okay. Oh, see. No. 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 No cheating. I'll just text you for some advice. To me, some. some well, I'm taking this to work tomorrow. <laughs> uh, some some fantasy players, in my opinion, to look out for. I would I would I would watch out for uh, Kelsey. On the Chiefs, he's playing the Saints. Their secondary is terrible. They give up a million points every week. Um, I would also look AJ Green, Bengals. They're playing the Browns. He'll have a field day. And um, Amari Cooper against the Jaguars. Their secondary. Siri, Siri, what are you trying to say, Siri? Were you about to rebuttal? Are you about to disagree with Siri? Siri was taking notes for me so I can remember as I look. And. there was one more that I was thinking of. Who was it? Oh, you know, look look for Mike Evans on Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, no Vincent Jackson anymore. No Vincent Jackson playing the 49ers. Again, their defense ain't all that great. Is so that I, a I expect a big weekend from wide receivers this week. We already saw it today with the Packers. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, and and my my one upset pick this week, I'm picking the Rams to beat the Giants. No, interesting, oh! interesting. Oh, uh, so we're gonna talk about that on and Monday because that's, yeah. that's uh, in London, by the way. That that's a game in London. Six thirty a.m. on the Pacific Ugh. Coast, nine a.m. on the East Coast, six a.m. Sorry, as, not six as much as I love the Giants, I don't know if I'm gonna wake up for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then we also take a quick peek into our game next Thursday. Because um, obviously, who knows what the rosters are going to change or anything between now and then due to injuries. But next Thursday, we got an AFC South showdown, which I'm using quotations on, because so Tennessee Titans hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two, the two teams that probably have the the lowest viewership, really. When yeah. you, in all honesty, I mean, when you break it down, they're not very popular teams. Tennessee is very quietly a 500 team. Yeah. In a division that's very winnable. Yeah, with very division. Winnable. Houston's Aren't not showing. That was your sneak. That's your, Mike's. Mike's sneak. Mike's sneak. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Houston's not producing the way they should. Right. Indy is on the decline. Jacksonville honestly has not produced the way they should have been this year so far. Yep. This so, year. <laughs> so I think I think this is going to turn out to be a more entertaining game than people originally think. I think it's going to be you know along the lines of like a 27-23 um, Tennessee win. Yeah. I agree with you, actually. I think Jacksonville might s- to start to turn the corner a little bit. It'll be a little too late. But the fact that that game is in Tennessee, I'm yep. leaning more towards Tennessee. And I kind of agree with Mike. Mike, he says a lot that he thinks Tennessee can win that division, and I'm starting to believe it. The way that division is, yeah. I mean, it's completely up for grabs right now. It's yeah. a mess. They're the only ones that seem to have a consistent little flow coming together. Yeah, between Mariota and Murray. Yeah, yeah. Murray. Delaney Walker, you know, he makes plays in the tight end position. Kendall Wright's healthy again. Yeah, you know, they can... Their defense is okay. You know, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's it's serviceable. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll talk about that game next week, and we'll see all the games on Sunday. See if any of my random fantasy picks are right. Because obviously I benched Devontae Adams, <laughs> which was a major mistake. Who knew? It's okay. Yeah, Who was expecting okay. that? No one started him. <laughs> Let's be honest. I hope you're right. There was a lot and of if you did... Twitter. Complaining about that, so oh, no, really? I don't okay. think yeah. you're the only yeah. one. Yeah. If yeah. you did tweet us with proof, yes, the picture. We want, yes, to, see we the want picture. to see the picture with proof. <laughs> yeah, but in, and in the meantime, you can tweet us and chat with us on various forms of social media. Josh Rodriguez, thanks for sitting in with us. Yeah. Yeah. Having me, guys. How can we reach out to you? Uh, Josh Rodriguez. So I'm thinking about changing my Twitter handle. So tweet me suggestions. I'm at <laughs> Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me at Stiletto Jill on all social media. And check out JacksonStilettoJill.com for all your sports and pop culture gossip. Nice. I'm at JJ Jurgens on Twitter, JJ.Jurgens on Instagram, and at TomGirl.TV. And if you want to talk wrestling with me, you can follow me on Twitter at Will Rosenberg. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow them on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Enjoy the games this Sunday. For Josh Rodriguez, Jill Monroe, and JJ Jurgens. I'm Josh Sheriff. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 